I mean, I think we should pull out of the United Nations. I think we should pull out of all of these globalist organizations. There's really no reason for them to exist. We should not be setting health policy through the WHO. I mean, we if, if anything, we saw through this pandemic how ineffective and absolutely counterproductive the WHO was. Welcome, everybody, to Conversations That Matter. I'm your host, Alex Newman. We have a very special guest joining us today. I've been following his work for many years. He's the founder of the Western Journal, one of the greatest uh, online sources of accurate information out there. Um, he also has a new book. Uh, it's called Counterpunch. I refer, of course, to Floyd Brown. He's got an incredible bio. He's an author. He's a speaker. He was actually the CEO of the USA Radio Network, which is a wonderful network. Uh, he founded the Western Journal in 2008, and he has had an incredible career. His new book, Counterpunch, is amazing. Uh, Floyd, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. And so in your book, you talk about uh, forming an alliance of people to fight back against the really totalitarianism that is engulfing in our country. Uh, break it down for us. What should people be doing to, to fight back here? Well, actually, uh, what I talk about is a hyper-local strategy, and that means that the first step is to get to know your neighbors again. Part of the false narratives that we've had to deal with for the last, uh, you know, couple of decades and really extremely the, the last five years, part of the reason for those false narratives is to make people feel powerless and if, pe if people feel powerless, then they get isolated and they feel like they can't do anything. And the, the, the antidote for that is actually community. It's getting to know your neighbors, getting to know the people around you, finding the people around you that think like you, and starting to network with them uh, and, and, and meet together. So uh, I really call for people to form small, local, organic groups where they're at with people that share their values and get involved locally and that's really how they can have the most impact. And, and, and so that re-empowers people to think, you know what, I can do something. I can be part of the solution. And getting people up off the couch and, and getting them back in the game is really the number one goal of my book. Yeah, um, and it's very well done, Floyd. One of the things you talk about is that um, you know, th this can even be an alliance of people who come from different points on the political spectrum. Um, you know, it, it's not just conservative Republican Christians that uh, that can and should be involved yeah. in this. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Well, actually, uh, I think we're at a tipping point where we're going to see some real major shifts in the elections. And, and I'm I'm hopeful that 2024 will be that that tipping point. Uh, I uh, uh, know that. Um, because of the left's strategy to really create what I call phantom votes in all of the swing states, it means we've got to broaden our coalition. And the place to broaden it actually is in the inner cities. Since the BLM riots, uh, the lives of Black Americans have gotten absolutely miserable. And in the cities where they've cut back police, you know, it's a, it's a double portion of miserable. And uh, I think a lot of these citizens have had enough. And uh, you, you combine that with Hispanics, who generally are pretty traditionally um, 
you know, Catholic and, uh, you know, have close families and really don't buy off on this whole trans agenda, this whole LGBTQ agenda of the hard left. I think there's these these different constituencies are at a tipping point, Alex, where they can be brought into our fold and we can make a make some real progress. That's that's really part of what I think is happening, especially black men are at a tipping point. I mean, they're they've been treated almost as poorly as white men. And uh, it's. Really, what we want is we want a color where we want a country where the color of your skin really doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And, and, you know, looking at the Black Lives Matter website before they took down some of the more extreme stuff, they're openly talking about dismantling the family. Um, You know, I I don't know a lot of black people who think that's a good idea. It's obviously a Marxist group. Um, Floyd. One of the things you talk about in your book that I think is so huge has been a passion of mine for for many, many years now, and that's the education of children, the next generation. Um, talk about why you see this as so significant in the battle and, and what are your views on what we do about it? Yeah, well, the left penetrated the educational system really after the sexual re- revolution in the 70s, and they have been slowly sexualizing children to the point where now, um, I don't know if you saw, but there was a UN report that just came out that uh, they're actually calling for dropping all of the age of consent laws so that uh, these really pedophiles can start preying on children legally, which uh, to me is just an abomination. And I, there's probably less than a half of 1% of Americans that go along with that kind of radical sexualization. But the schools were targeted early on, and they have been using uh, the sex education curriculums and and these different alternative curriculums inside the public schools to promote this, along with CRT. So I call for a complete restructuring of public education, number one, Uh, finally getting rid of the Department of Education, and then allowing uh, what funds are spent on schools to track with the student so that uh, that student can go to any type of education, whether it's homeschooling, whether it's a private Christian school or a uh, a, uh, a another private school, you know, basically decentralize education and get it off of uh, really uh, the government uh, gravy train. Fascinating. Um, and uh, before we go to break, Floyd, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about big tech. We may have to pick it up on the other side of the break. But uh, you, of course, were a victim of big tech. Your your website, Western Journal, was unbelievably successful. I mean, I, I forget the numbers you threw out, but we're talking it was hundreds of millions of, of readers coming. We here. actually we were in the Facebook news feed 11 billion times in in 2016, and that led to over a billion page views in 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 the calendar year that Trump was elected. That's amazing. And then uh, in one instant, the the big tech totalitarians decided no more Western Journal. And the same thing actually happened to the, the New American Magazine. We didn't have that kind of numbers, but we were huge. Uh, and then the big tech totalitarians flipped a switch and boom. Uh, talk about what, what should conservatives be doing uh, when it comes to big tech and the online censorship that they're participating in with help from well, Biden? Well, I, I call for an aggressive agenda of breaking up these big tech tyrants. Um, I mean, they have monopoly power. Uh, Google has 80% in search. Uh, all of this can be broken up and these companies should not be nearly as large as they are. And shame on Republicans 
for having allowed them to, to do that. Also, I call for ending their special um, status. You know, you can't sue these big tech tyrants. I'm held responsible for the content on Western Journal. If I defame somebody, if I lie about somebody, I have to, you know, go to court and defend uh, defend that position. They don't. They've been given a special exemption the same way the pharmaceutical companies have, and they need to be held responsible like anyone else. Yeah. And I think a lot of free market people hear that and they say, oh, no, we don't want the government breaking up companies. What they don't realize is that these companies were created with help from the federal government. They were uh, they consolidated their monopoly with help from the federal government. And now they are operating with orders from the federal government, as the Twitter file showed us so clearly, to silence people that the, the Biden administration doesn't like, to silence people who question the COVID tyranny, which you also uh, address in your excellent book here. Uh, folks, stay with us. We're going to be back for one more segment with Floyd Brown in just a moment. Hi, I'm Alan Keyes. I'm the host of IMTV's uh, daily talk show about uh, news and events in America. And I want to say a good word for the New American Magazine. Uh, not only because Alex Newman has joined us as somebody who is periodically hosting a show, but because uh, New American Magazine represents a alternative media that is willing to tell people the truth. Uh, with so much fake news spreading, spreading about and the fact that right now this country is in an existential crisis, we remember who we are and where we come from and what our principles are or we die. Reading New American Magazine can keep you up to the minute on the issues that are challenging us as a people and on which that survival hangs. You can check it out and subscribe at www.thenewamerican.com. Welcome back, everybody. Conversations that matter here. I'm your host, Alex Newman, senior editor at the New American Magazine. Our guest for today, Floyd Brown. He's the founder of Western Journal. He was the CEO of the USA Radio Network. He's an author, a speaker. His new book, Counterpunch, is extraordinary. Um, Floyd, one of the things you talk about in your book, and this has also been a passion of mine, is what you call the elite state. Uh, kind of Donald Trump popularized this term of the deep state. You now have polling data showing almost all Americans recognize we have this kind of unelected cabal trying to dictate our policy and control our government. Um, how do you view the elite state? What are they up to? What tactics do they use? And how do we combat that? Well, part of it is what I call the wealth extraction machine that's been created by a group of billionaires to basically rape the American people financially. I, um, you know, I, I believe in free markets. We don't have free markets in America anymore. And we 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 need to move back to freedom. And, you know, these uh, policies that have been pursued by the federal government really hurt that. I mean, just look at the COVID policies, for example. During COVID, there was the creation of 40 brand new billionaires. And that was by government policy because... The first thing that they did with COVID was they suppressed therapeutics, which uh, there's drugs like ivermectin and budesidine that were very effective at fighting COVID and were relatively available here in America. They suppressed those. People died as a result of it. But also what happened was millions of American small businesses also were killed. So you know, it was a it was a war against the middle class and it was a war against small business. So we mint 40 new billionaires through the 
through the vaccination policy and we kill millions of small businesses. This is why this big state has to be stopped. And how do we stop it, Floyd? Well, um, I call for a, a radical restructuring of government along the lines that the founders intended. I talk about reclaiming the, you know, first the, the Bill of Rights. We have to remember in the Bill of Rights is the Tenth Amendment, and it's been, you know, ignored. And and we need to restructure. We need to restructure the federal government so that you know no longer do we need an education policy at the federal level or an agriculture policy at the federal level or you know a, even a, um, a you know all of these alphabet agencies. I really call for them to be. Uh, deleted and ended. Even law enforcement, I believe, should be at the state and local level. So uh, it's the federal government should have one purpose, and that purpose should be to defend our shores and to make sure that America is safe within its borders. But these elites don't believe in the nation state. They're globalists. And as a result of that, our borders are under attack and the military and the government's actually not doing the job it should be doing. We're trying to do everything else. So uh, it, it, it's it's really important that we come when and if we get back into power, that there be dramatic systemic change in our government to reorient things. I'm totally against the, the warfare state and, you know, sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. Uh, and really, I, I, I want to stop globalism. I believe God made the nation state. OK, he created the nation state and gave us an example when he created the nation state of Israel. And what did he do with Israel? He gave them borders. He gave them a culture. He gave them a religion. And people inside their borders are safe, you know, and 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 that's really the best system that we've ever seen developed. It's right out of the Bible for the organization of people on this globe and uh, globalism, whenever we've seen it. And we've seen it quite a bit going back all the way to Nimrod in the book of Genesis. He was the first world dictator, and we've had a number of world dictators since then, whether it was Egypt or Assyria or Babylon or Rome, all of these world dictators, every single one of them at the end declared themselves a god. And that's part of what this is. They want to rip God out of the sky and declare themselves as God. And so globalism is the system for doing that. Yeah. And, and I can't imagine that's going to end very well for the globalists. I think they're in for a rude awakening. Um, Floyd, how, how do you think we need to tackle globalism? What are some specific policies, some bills that Republicans could pass, or some things that could be done at the state level? How do we fight back against this globalist movement? that seeks Well, to first of all, I mean, I think we should pull out of the United Nations. I think we should pull out of all of these globalist organizations. There's really no reason for them to exist. We should not be setting health policy through the WHO. I mean, we if, if anything, we saw through this pandemic how ineffective and absolutely counterproductive the WHO was. I mean, why in the world do we continue to follow policies that kill people? And uh, uh, so, you know, I would much rather have our medical care be held by local doctors and, and state officials 
officials that are much closer to us and actually respond to the wants and needs of the community and the American people than uh, to have some far off uh, WHO running, running, running anything. So I would, I would actually call for us to withdraw from every single international organization. I would call for us to end NATO. I would call for us to get out of all of these foreign entanglements. The founders did not like foreign entanglements. And then we can deal with countries one-on-one. We can talk to Mexico, U.S. to Mexico. We can talk to Russia, U.S. to Russia. We can talk to France or China or Indonesia or any country, we can do it on a bilateral basis. And uh, uh, I think that that is the way that we should be dealing with our foreign policy. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is, in, in many respects, kind of what Trump outlined on the campaign trail that was heartily endorsed, endorsed by the American people in the 2016 election. And of course, I believe also in the following one. Uh, Floyd, we're almost out of time. Um, I do want to ask you, you know, how should Americans who, who are uh, upset about the censorship, how, how should we navigate this media landscape? Uh, obviously, getting a copy of your book would be a good place to start. Where do people get this and how do we deal with the, the fake media being totally biased against us and the censorship against alternative voices like um, all the, the different platforms out there trying to spread the truth. Yeah, I really encourage people to not get their news from a platform. You know, that's not the place. If, if, you, if, you're, if you're getting news from a platform, then it's curated by the left. And, and that includes Twitter, even after Elon Musk uh, purchased it. So if you if you want to really have quality news, go directly to the sources. So that's why I recommend uh, you know publications like the New American, uh, like the Western Journal, uh, Zero Hedge, or um, you know LouRockwell.com. There's a number of really good sources of information uh, for health information. I like uh, the Mercola site. You know, there's there's just a lot of great places to get information, but just go direct. You can you can do that. You can set up your browser so that you can go direct and don't allow big tech to to censor you. So, you know, I, myself, I've pulled myself off of Facebook. I've pulled myself off of Instagram. I've pulled myself off of most of these platforms. I'm still on Twitter at Floyd Brown because I like to go and argue with people there. <laughs> but uh, uh, I've been feeling uh, pretty suppressed there lately, too. Uh, but, uh, you know, don't get your news from these platforms. For goodness sake, get your news, you know, from a trusted source. And uh, there's a lot of them out there. Just just use a trusted source where you can depend upon the editors to produce the news that is is going to be helpful to you. Absolutely. And Floyd, what's the best place to get your book, Counter Punch, An Unlikely Alliance of Americans Fighting Back for Faith and Freedom? Well, um, there is a, uh, a website called floydbrownbook.com where you can it links to all of the people selling it. Um, of course, Amazon is still selling it. They haven't... Uh, censored it yet so you can buy it there uh and uh, a lot of people like that because they they get free shipping uh, often but uh, christianbook.com there's a lot of places to get it and actually if you subscribe to the western journal we'll give it to you free for the next few months so there's a lot of places to get it and uh, i encourage people to read it but more than that i really encourage people to re-engage with their community get to know their neighbors 
And uh, it may be that we're going to have to um, eventually go to what I call a nullification strategy or, uh, or an interposition strategy where we just don't accept mandates from a federal government that's giving us unconstitutional laws. And in order to do that effectively, you're going to have to know your neighbors. Absolutely. Floyd Brown, the book is Counterpunch. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, folks out there, thank you for watching. I hope you'll share this interview with others. Uh, these are critical issues. Uh, the future of our freedoms and our civilization depends on getting Americans educated and activated. I'm Alex Newman. This is Conversations That Matter for the New American Magazine. Until next time, thanks for watching and God bless you all.